Wildcats, enough of that. Uh, hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies That Are Real for the month of September 2023 and a bit of October because, hey, we're a, bit, a little bit late and there's a shit ton of stuff that I just want to talk about now. Hello there, everybody. I'm George. I'm here with Ryan Lance. That is what people have been calling me lately. Uh -huh. Carrie Lyles. Uh, I am thriving. This is the best time of year. It is the best time of year. <laughs> I know. I got little ghosts up in it my is. little. Yeah. Look at that. Spooky ghosts. Um, yeah, we're talking. We're talking about the stuff of September because it's a little bit into October, and uh, I have opinions about some October things. That I just want to say it now before. We we forget and I, before it's a month from now and we're like i don't know whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and carrie need to talk about dark harvest now, now. <laughs> and there's enough stuff in october i think we can make an episode out of that still i mean fucking five nights at Freddy's is coming out my, oh god. my god i refuse to believe that's real but anyways um hello there everybody um yeah, has any? I always start like, is anything crazy in the world of film? Well, the strike is about to be over. Has the any... writers' strike ended and the actors' strike? Um, it was it was close, but um, apparently they were still weird. About, okay, okay, so apparently still... they were still weird about AI. Like what? And also, I saw a thing on the internet. Apparently, there's this Disney. Yes, there's a movie, movie that uses yeah that uses it. And they look found really it, bad. There's some really bad extras, just like like clappy. That, like a hundred percent, there've been video games that look way better. Yes, which is crazy that they're like people. This is fine. Yeah, whatever. It's the most. This is fine thing. It's really bad. It's really bad. I mean, I expect that from a Disney Plus original movie. To be sure. fair, but. I don't know when it's gonna be like right, right, right. the Marvel movies. That was that story weird. that like we're revamping the Marvel Disney Plus. This time we're actually gonna. Oh yeah, we're actually gonna have showrunners show and show bibles for our TV shows. That's insane to me. We're not just gonna wing it. <laughs> I am so glad they're doing that right before Daredevil because that's like man, that show. I, poor Daredevil, Daredevil. Poor Daredevil. I loved. I love the Netflix show. Daredevil is one of my favorite. Uh, comic book characters so i i'm just like glad like okay hopefully it's not as bad as secret invasion because that would break my heart vincent d'onofrio coming back baby uh, um, crush that man's anyway, head in that door that that's enough awesome. that's enough topical uh film talk uh september Oh, the cuckoo is back, baby! The Conjuring Cinematic Universe! Vera, uh, uh, the nun too, Valak. Valak, don't Valak. count her out. She's always coming. Uh... The Nun 2, the sequel to The Nun, which was probably 2019 or 2018. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, 2018, I think okay. so. Yeah. Um, not a good movie. Not good. Not no. a great, not a good film, The Nun. Uh, the Nun 2, I guess I'll start Carrie. What do you think? Uh, so these movies take place, <laughs> these are like, the in the time of the Conjuring, I guess they're the farthest back, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're like the 50s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And this is a direct sequel to The Nun, which I, it's very bold of them to assume that anybody remembered any fucking thing about The Nun 1. I did rewatch The Nun before <laughs> going to see The Nun 2, and I had to unwrap my DVD. <laughs> Uh, my DVD copy of The Nun was still pristine sealed. My favorite thing about when I rewatched The Nun is it was like I was in bed and I was watching it on like my crappy tablet speakers. Like that whole movie scene is like loud jump scares. It would like you can't hear it. I'm just like laid in bed like motionless with like a thousand chins with the angle that I'm sitting at. And I'm just like, hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> the Nun's like, bleh, The Nun! 
and you're like, eh. that's the thing with that whole movie. It's, it's people walking through, through the halls and they're like, no shit, it's the nun. And then they run and then the nun's just gone. Like, what the hell? Do more, bitch. What the hell? She's building her power, Ryan. So the last, I don't know. So the last nun, the only memorable thing is that we it left on a cliffhanger that the... That's kind of resolved because it's the prequel to the Codrid one. Yeah. The Frenchy guy, we find out, is the guy from the video that the, the Warrens are showing to the, that group of people. Who, in the Conjuring 2? In the first Conjuring. Oh, is it the first Conjuring? First Conjuring, uh, yes. Because the mom of the girls that are in the house goes to the, hear them oh, talk. And okay. they're showing this video of the exorcism. And Patrick Wilson says something like, he was a tomato farmer from yeah. whatever. And he said, some of the best Latin I've ever heard in my life. And then at the end of the <laughs> Frenchie's like, I think I'm going to be a tomato farmer. farmer. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So it's, it's weird because like the nun, <laughs> the nun ties into Codrin 1, but the nun shows up in Codrin 2. Right. But then the nun 2 <laughs> takes place in between that. Oh man! So in the, at the end of the nun, so you confusing. you think Frenchie like is free, everyone's good and mm-hmm. happy, but you find out that he's possessed, still possessed. And the nun too is all about you know him being possessed and uh, how are you say her name? The younger Farmiga. Oh, Taisa. Taisa. Taisa Farmiga has Whoa. to come, has to go back and help you know the the nun situation. <laughs> What so like immediately you're like okay so he's in trouble and she's going back to help her friend, but you know that she's not gonna succeed right because of you know the timeline right yeah right, right. I was just, like trying to figure out what the because like it makes no no it makes no sense, sense. <laughs> and like the whole movie happens and even and spo- I guess spoiler but it tries to end on another like oh we're all good now yeah he's and, fine now yeah <laughs> and, like, and he, but he's and he I has like he's a he has like a family now basically too. Yeah. But like he's not. We know he's not. So he not. so we have two movies where it's like everything's turning up Frenchie. Is it possible no. that the conjuring exorcism happened before the nun two? No way, That's, right? Yeah. No, because like, I'm so confused. that would have happened it's in so the fifties and the Warrens wouldn't have been like working yet as they were working in the 60s so i don't want to get lost in the minutiae of the plot (laughs) why is this movie better than the nun one because you remember uh the scene in the nun one where uh she goes underwater and bites the jesus blood yeah it's the only that's the only other thing i remember there's like 12 scenes like that in the new one where it's like now this is awesome Whereas yes. when you're watching the nun one, it's like this is the most boring thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. But that one scene is hilarious, and then the ending hits you like a truck. The ending does hit you like a truck. <laughs> That's very funny, and it's like, how are they going to top that ending <laughs> to the nun one, which was the only good thing about that movie? What if we ignore it? <laughs> yeah. First off, what if we ignore it? And also, what if we made it insane? Well, but I think that's what helped this one is all like the scares were much more ridiculous they were more ridiculous and fun mm-hmm. like my favorite one that made me laugh really hard is when tisa farmiga was like running towards frenchie because he was possessed and he just kind of like grabs her just like throws her off. he like he like you know like <laughs> wwe like impales her through and like it's so funny because like for one she knows he's possessed by like maybe satan himself or whatever and she's 
beeline <laughs> towards him. <laughs> and also, above all the things that like we've seen the nun is capable of doing, it's chucking her across the room with his hands. Combat. Yeah, and that's just funny. That was so fucking. It's funny. just funny, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff like that. There's a goat. I understand. There is a big goat man. There is a which, big goat man. Oh my god. <laughs> which I guess might be another spinoff. It, it always feels like when there's another, like, it's a, what's that yeah. thing? Like, I'm always like, hmm. But I mean, the nun and Annabelle were both, like, things. They I guess so. They weren't the thing. I think it's just because, like, of another thing. I think it's just because, like, in the Conjuring 2, like, oh, we're going to make a nun movie and a crooked man movie, even though, like, the crooked yeah, man doesn't make any yeah. sense. Cause no, it was just... yeah, he's just the ghost. He, I think he's just, it's all, is it all bad? Like, I don't even I, know. I, I rewatched <laughs> that movie recently. I still don't love it. Um, but it's all Valak. Yeah. And that confuses me because Valak is controlling a house in a different country to trick oh. Patrick Wilson. It's because it's a, I think Valak wants the psychic powers of Vera Farmiga and Taisa Farmiga. Because yeah. in this movie, we find out that their oh, casting yes. is actually like, they're related somehow yeah. like the nun and oh. Lorraine Warren have like either a blood connection or they both are like descendants of the same like, yes because that they're looking for no because the saint um when she died she um you know became a fallen angel mm -hmm. so she's literally related to the nun right oh okay because like that's Cause she, the nun is that fallen angel saint person. Oh, whatever. so yeah, she I need literally watch this movie. <laughs> I know what's going on <laughs> when when this movie throws in like which which is another crazy thing with the nun one is like it doesn't really tell you anything about what the nun is. No, <laughs> it's just like what if there was a, a spooky what house full of the nun? It's like I kind of that was kind of a lot of the last movie, but whatever, guys. But this like goes into like the lore and like. It's so interesting because it's so weird because mm -hmm. it's a saint, which I think is an actual saint, but then they're like, oh, but then like she turned into a demon and then these are her actual eyes right, that we yeah. kept for <laughs> we some reason. We just always got to find some body part of some yeah. ancient religious and, figure. <laughs> and it's so, my main thing is, you know, the Conjuring movies are all based on the um, air quotes true, air quotes stories right. of Ed and Lorraine Warren. But their spinoff movies are just kind of like whatever. <laughs> Let's do a silly one. <laughs> yeah, like like I think of Annabelle Comes Home, like a house of a thousand weird demons, which is great. And this definitely feels more in line of that, where it's just like, hey, the rules to this just don't matter, <laughs> yeah. and we're just gonna have fun and be weird. But it's just weird because like you know they're gonna go back to the whole based on the true stories of. Yeah. I don't know. This universe is confusing. Because <laughs> if you're someone who doesn't know that it's all bullshit, you're like, oh, the nut stuff is probably real, too. There's probably a real demon nun that was out there. Is this real? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did this happen? All right. Well, we have a lot of stuff, so I want to wrap it up. Why is no one talking about this? <laughs> Carrie, what are your final thoughts on nun, too, in the spirit of wrapping things up? Um, It is hilarious. It's a billion times better than the first one, I would say. And it's got some amazing set pieces and scenes that okay. stuck with me for days. <laughs> um, Agreed. This made 200 and something million dollars, which is a lot of money. Uh, compared, yeah. I'm shocked. Anyways, uh, there has been a murder. <laughs> uh, Haunting in Venice, the third in the Kenneth Branagh trilogy of Agatha Christie. 
Uh, I don't know. Was Haunting in Venice made into a movie? I know Death in the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express has been uh, adapted a shit ton of times. Right. I uh, From what I heard, I didn't go and actually look it up, but what, from what I heard, it's based on part of one of the stories called like Halloween Party or oh, something. Yeah. Yeah, they saw but it's just like he just takes the characters and maybe the setting but oh. changes the story okay next. okay so no so this is kind of an original-ish yeah. uh being like all right i got the hang of this so yes now. this is the third time kenneth branagh has donned the mustache <laughs> as hercule poirot uh he's hanging out in venice he's like i'm retired i don't give a shit stop bothering me with your cases i'm hanging out baby <laughs> Um, and then Tina Fey shows up out of nowhere. He's like, hmm. Who is like, Listen the- here, here, Kill Poirot. I haven't written a book in a while, and everyone hates my new book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, gets invited to a party of a house that he, that uh, Tina Fey swears is haunted, but he wants, uh, she wants, uh, Poirot to prove that it is fake, uh, or maybe it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then we get into a whodunit. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is good. This is fun. Yeah, this is better than Death in the Nile by a lot. Yeah, I would agree. It's a fun time. It's spooky. I mean, it's it's spooky. Like compared to yeah. the other ones, like it's scary. It's um, uh, I don't know. I mean, the cast is not as the cast has never been as good as the first. Oh no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, the first yeah. one's wild. Um, but and Michelle Yeoh's in it for a little bit. Spoilers. She's not long in the movie. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I think it. People do they do a jo- good job. Mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey man does a. He's great. He's pretty like good him. in it. Yeah, I don't know. Carrie, as now as you you're, you're the super <laughs> fan, but yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a great time. I loved the bringing the spooky elements into it because it's just something we haven't seen from this series before, so it gives it that freshness. And I thought that the 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 mystery reveal i saw it coming quite a while away but so maybe that aspect isn't as great the as reveal, the other yeah. ones but because i mean agatha christie didn't write it <laughs> but sure. uh but i thought it was a fun time and i thought it was interesting and i thought everyone did a good job there was no stick out stinkers like in uh some of these other uh <laughs> what i find interesting about this one is i feel like it's because it has more of a spooky theme, I feel like it's had a bigger reach than the mm. other ones. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because, like, I've had a lot of people at my work be like, Ryan, have you seen that Haunting of Venice? What kind of movie is that? And it's like, oh, it's another Kent Branagh, Hercule Poirot, <laughs> Agatha Christie theme. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's the same series as Murder and Express and Death of Now. And they're like, what? <laughs> Which I went to see this with my mom, and she did not realize that until the credits were rolling. And I was like, "Yeah, it's the other, it's the same guy." She was like, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> during the movie, we were the what only, a twist. We were, we were the only ones in the theater during the movie. And she was like, she leaned over to me uh, while the, at the beginning when all the people were lining up to try and give Ecuel their per- perspective cases, and she's like, "So he's like a Sherlock Holmes type?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> did you forget? because they know I see movies like the movie David, guy. I'm the movie guy. It's like, yeah, it's the next Hercule Poirot movie. They're like, what? <laughs> it's like, Hercule Poirot. I'm like, are you happy to stroke the doll? That's literally his name. His name is Hercule Poirot. Hercule <laughs> 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 Poirot. Uh, 
Aren't you brother? There's a Murder on the Orient Express video game coming out this fall. Yeah, it's all, you can play the demo. Is that a fucking, fucking Telltale go. game or something? Uh, a little bit, I don't know. Finally. <laughs> uh, it's a point and click you adventure can, game. You can be the mustache. I am Ecu Poirot. I In think... this train car, we need to find three candlesticks, <laughs> two napkins. <laughs> I think the I think my biggest point with this movie is just throughout the series his mustache has gotten less intense. They do keep nerfing the stash. And that's a shame because they've given his stash such an insane backstory. <laughs> and it's like so ridiculous. I can't stop thinking about that. Like underneath that mustache, his face is fucked. I guess. I don't fucking know. And there's not a lot of mustache in this movie, so his face must yeah. have healed up totally fine. He's doing okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Cool. Um <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of the lost. But yeah, good love, time. Love that guy. Um, I feel like it was kind of just like a lot of uh, 20th century releases now. Disney just kind of puts them out. Yeah, this is a 20th century. It is, movie, right? but it's not, it did huh. its money. It did 104 million on a budget of 60, so it almost nice. made its money back. So that's pretty good. I mean, it'll do well on Hulu. So True. I would just, I don't know if you greenlit another one. I don't know. Kenneth wants to do another one, but I'm surprised they greenlit another one after Bird after uh, Death on the Death Nile. Oh, that was a, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, that was a COVID thing, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, it also... How's was... the movie from last year? It was also not very good. <laughs> no, it wasn't very good. And the cast gets more cursed as each year goes by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, yep, Hunting in Venice, check it out. Pretty good. Uh, uh, speaking of Hulu and movies on Hulu, no one will save you! Yeah. Um, oh, I only know this as the alien movie on Hulu. That's all I know. About uh, I'm... I'll I'll be short about this one because I'm the only one who saw it. But yeah, this is an alien movie on Hulu. It's another 20th century Fox Hulu collaboration, and it's just about uh, uh, Caitlin Deaver uh, lives lives alone at um, you know this house outside of town, and you kind of get the vibe that she's a little ostracized from society. Um, and then, huh? And her then, name is Deaver. I always thought it was Denver. Denver, uh-huh. yeah, it's Deaver. Deaver. Yeah, interesting. Continue. Um, and then aliens show up, and it's it's classic alien grays, classic UFOs, um, sucking people up, and it's the whole movie is her surviving. But the, and this is a mild spoiler, I guess. But the main bit of this movie is there is no spoken dialogue throughout all. <laughs> oh. So it is all just like Caitlin because Deaver, it's just her. That, that's why. Just her, but there are some. She's like, are those aliens? I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. aliens. <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> stuff like that? But no, it's it's all you know. Just most of the dialogue is mostly her. Just like ah, and then ah, then all stuff like that. Which, like, it's a fun idea, and, like, I appreciate it, like, for the first, like, maybe hour, but there are definitely some scenes in it, like, there's a short thing in town where, you know, she interacts with some people, um, and there's clearly, like, issues between the two parties, but they don't talk, even though, and it feels, like, so weird that they're, that no one is saying anything, Mm. um, like, one is, like, a lady, like, just, like, they run into each other one lady spits on her and then like the husband like looks at her and just like is about to say something then is like oh and then like walks away and it's like okay that is weird that is weird (laughs) and then you know there's some stuff later on that kind of feels weird um as well kind of it's like they try to like evolve the alien grays in different ways um 
and it that just doesn't really work for me. It's it's a movie that like I think it's interesting. I think it's a great showcase for Caitlin Deaver for just you know having a whole movie where she doesn't talk, but it's still a very good performance, and you know it's very admirable that someone was able to make something like this it makes sense it's a hulu original because there's no way a movie like that would ever be in theaters yeah but it's interesting that's that's all i'll say about it okay um but i think the biggest thing is it's the classic aliens gray, gray aliens which i feel like we haven't really seen it's in a while. those guys that yeah. that guy in mexico found did you see that yeah he the, found some real yeah. ones <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, no one will save you. Check it out, Hulu. Um, it lives inside. Uh, spooky, spooky. Uh, so this is a neon released horror movie. Uh, it is about a young woman, a young East Asian, East Indian woman who her and her family are like trying to assimilate here to this little neighborhood. Um, and he or and she or they've been here for a while, whatever, like. The rest of the family is sort of assimilated, and the mom is like somewhere like in like the heritage of like where they came from, and like still holds on to those old values and stuff. Um, and our main character here is fully assimilated. She had a best friend back in the day, uh, who they used to hang out a lot, and then they separated because she went though. I'm, I'm like white, bro. Don't even, don't even bother me. <laughs> yeah, she even like had like shortens her name into like something I forget what it was. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can't... Sam or something? Yeah, yeah, she goes by Sam, but her name is a obviously lot, a lot more yeah. Indian. Um, yeah. Uh, and so anyway, so her friend uh, has a little j- mason jar he got off the, the fucking Yankee candle or the hell. Uh, and it's a little weird. A little yeah. weird. And it was, she's all like, hey, could you like not let this thing inside here out? That'd be really lame. Uh, and she did that classic high school like book check thing where she just stones it to the ground. Bitch. Um, so yeah, so now we have to deal with this uh, ghost, uh, who seems to be of some sort of East Indian folklore. Um, right. So yeah, um, this movie's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I agree. It's it's a film. We it's did not def- watch it under the best conditions. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> we had very rude... It's, it's, it's definitely the most normie neon film I think I've seen. Yes, 100%. Probably. So like, good for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reaching outside their comfort area. But yeah, we had a... We had a very rowdy crowd that really, uh, that really got Guys there. went out in the town and they went to go see It Lives Inside. That's the what, like, confused <laughs> me. That is weird. That, like, <laughs> this movie that no one saw, this movie did not do very well, and yet the rowdy rough boys came out and just, like, just, like, ham, you know, tr- like, trolled it the whole time. Ordered a shit ton of food and just, like, yeah. Yeah, it's clobbering time. <laughs> oh, my God. I laughed so hard when he said it's clobbering time. It's been so long since I've heard a fantastic full reference. <laughs> the worst part is when I went home and t- told Greg all the things that they said, Greg was like, nah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm so angry. <laughs> I think what annoyed me is, like, some of them, like, would make jokes and, like, they'd be, like, a little under their breath as if, like, they weren't confident about it like i remember one like when uh, it was a fucking racist thing where he'd like oh look out serena williams because like yeah huh? like the one black character but like he said it with such like little confidence oh yeah where I was, yeah like, correct <laughs> first maybe off if you're not confident about making the racist joke just don't say maybe it. don't say the racist joke but i get it you want to look cool in front of your the, the boy squad yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's the joke that really made me like that's angry because I, I didn't. What they don't get yeah. anything like, and it's like really a Serena Williams reference now too. 
Yeah. Yikes. Oh, yeah, I think the coolest thing about I think um, it's been a while since I said, but I thought the my biggest problem with the movie is that it takes too long for it to pick up gas and what makes it unique that this is sort of a Indian folklore monster. Like he doesn't, it doesn't appear. Like you don't see it have a lot of fun up until like the last quarter of the film. And like my favorite part was when our our character here, who is fully assimilated, finally meets uh, in the middle with the mom, who is like fully like I want to go back home. Fuck this American shit. Right. And you know, like they cook a meal to summon to, to offer it to the monster. And yeah. I thought that, that was super cool. Yeah, that was fun. The like, best part of this movie was definitely the whole, you know, the 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 kid wanting to you know assimilate, and then the mom wanting to. You know, but try, they don't go too to, far to into embrace, it either. Embrace the culture. It was a nice like middle ground to make for like a PG thirteen movie to be like not like super like hard into it, which which I like to make it that kind of conversation more accessible to younger people. I feel, but then like yeah, a lot of the horror stuff took a long time to like really the, get going. The practical effects on the, the monster were pretty cool, and they yeah. seemed practical. I was like, yeah, hey, that's cool. But it, it all, I think it all equals to like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's a ghost. He's got rules, you know. You gotta, you know. I love a guy. We love a guy. I love a little guy with little rules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna haunt you, but I got some conditions. I gotta run by you real quick. It's, we oh. have to have the perfect set of circumstances, and then I will haunt you for a specific amount of time. <laughs> like, unless oh. you do this one specific thing. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's weird, but go. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> Uh, dream on, folks. Uh, oh, they didn't play that song. They didn't play that song in that whole movie. You really thought they were gonna play it? <laughs> Maybe it's I end. hoped, George. Uh, Forgive me for having a little hope for the future of humanity or whatever. The protagonist has returned, folks. Uh, John David Washington uh, in Gareth Edwards, the creator. Um. So the sci-fi movie, again, put out by uh, 20th Century or whatever the fuck they're called anymore. A very bizarre... There's some interesting lore of this movie that's more interesting than the movie itself. The fact that it had, like, no... It didn't have any marketing until after Oppenheimer. Like, it was attached to Oppenheimer. And then it was relentless. Like, if you're like (laughs) us, like... Go to the movie theater all the time. We were just pelted with this goddamn tree. so like, sick. My favorite thing is whenever we would be walking through the theater, I would always hear the trailer played in a different theater. So it would always like, we'd be walking through the theater, dream on. Like, Echo's like, oh, I can't escape the crater. So, and this is a movie made with $85 million, uh, which is a significant low budget for the types. It looks insane ex- for that amount of yeah, money. Yeah, and that's like, the biggest thing interesting thing about the movie yeah it's cheap and like it's made cheap and it it doesn't look cheap at all it looks like a it looks like a vivarian what the fuck valerian valerian Valerian. there's a million i confuse it vivarium with uh, uh, the fucking whatever horror thing yeah 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 yeah, with this (laughs) um like a big budget we put a lot of money into this sci-fi movie it's gareth there was a star wars guy he's gonna it's gonna make a lot of money but um it was shot apparently with a, a sony like like mirrorless camera you can buy at Best Buy. Um, it had like a skeleton crew, basically. Essentially, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like they got like really good people who knew what they were doing, it, like which is how they kept the budget so low, so they were able mm-hmm. to move around and stuff. But the movie they've made, in my opinion, and I think the opinion of most people here is whatever. Yeah, it's listen. 
we always say we want more original, especially like sci science fiction type movies, but not this one. <laughs> not one like this. And I think what hurts is because it feels very cliche and done yeah, before. It doesn't do anything new. Yeah, because it's, no. Which is a shame. And I think I agree with you. Where like I think the most interesting thing is like, wow, they did this with so little. That's very interesting. The rest of it, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. But it looks very good. I, the way I describe it is just like, it feels like a Naughty Dog, like Tomb it Raider. It feels like Uncharted, yes. It feels like Uncharted, Tomb Raider, Last of Us. It has those beats of yeah. like, guy on a mission that he didn't want to go on he comes across a child who can help him with certain objectives He'd be like give me a boost up this ledge there's or like some lore and shit and yeah like you go to travel to like like cool set piece locations yeah. in southeast asia it and feels stuff. like a video game so if that's what you like i guess i don't know it might be a, a, one of those movies that's just like, you know, a, a play in the background of a party kind of movie. Sure. You know, you, you're not you're not really paying attention, but you look over and it's like, that, that looks pretty interesting. What's this movie about? What? Okay. Sure. No one knows. We just play it at yeah. parties. We never watch it. <laughs> I have a TV on my house that's specifically used for screening the creator This is my on the loop. creator TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Carrie, do you have anything specific to say about this movie? Uh... <laughs> I liked the fact that Alice and Janney was in it. I did not know. She, Alice and Janney was in it. in it as the main, like, yeah. And she, she was the main villain? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Multiple times she would go into a room and be like, pack everything. Yes, and that's that she is. Yes, that was good. <laughs> that's my favorite thing about this movie. Oh, my God. And we were watching it in an Atmos theater, and I think it was not a great Atmos mix. But what was the song they played that, what was this, when they were going over... The fucking it was a what was this? It was so silly, and I remember. Oh, it was it was a was it Claire de Lune? No, 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 close. I mean, they did oh, play they that. Did play it, it was Radiohead. It was. <laughs> that was the best sounding thing in the movie, and it was very. Anyways, I don't know why that stuck out to me. I forgot that. Yeah, I forgot about that, and I forgot that they played. It's because I love Vanilla Sky, and that is a song in Vanilla Sky. I got, I got a side tangent. Claire de Lune is a very, very pretty song. I agree. Mm -hmm. When it's used in movies, it's almost always, it's, always it's almost always <laughs> yeah. infuriating. Yeah. For like no reason, which <laughs> pisses me off because like you just hear like, oh, that's very pretty. It's calming. It, it, it invokes these feelings, but you watch it. The creator's like, oh god, the clarity loot again. That's a side thing. I don't know. And also, like, my other problem is like, to me, it felt like it was just using all of like, um, like its Asian influences as set dressing to me. Like, it just like, yeah. like the the what the fuck was the point of your chapter title cards, bro? Remember, there's title cards separating each chapter in this movie that oh, I believe yeah, like, are in Japanese. I believe are in Japanese. Wasn't it saying, like, the... They were in English and Japanese. Yeah. yeah. It was saying, like, the father... The but I'm pretty father. sure yeah. none of these characters are Japanese. They they, they did not look I Japanese. Think, I think his... Oh, my God. Who played his wife? Uh, Gemma Chan played his yes, wife. Yes, from Eternals. From Eternals, baby. I don't know if he's Japanese, though. I'm not an expert. Um, I mean, but, Ken Watanabe's in it. 
He is. What's he? Who's he play? He was the. He was the, he was the he guy. Was the soldiers. He was like, yeah. I know that she loved you, man. Ba ba ba. I don't remember this character. <laughs> there wasn't nothing so... in this movie, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> I, do, I do not remember that character at all. <laughs> I remember so little about this movie. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's the fucking man. It is shot in super fucking widescreen. That was the weirdest thing. It it's not really often wide. when I go to a movie theater and that has black bars on it. It was shot in wild widescreen. Um, anyways, this movie is nothing. It's yeah. just nothing. I'm gonna look up what. How much did the creator make? Surely it made its money back. God, I hope that so. would be, be that the funniest fucking. Yeah. I think this might be a movie that really hurts from not having like you know people promote it. You know. Mm-hmm. Because like I've said, I think out of every podcast... The creator did not make it oh, no. $65 million. Because like I've said, oh, I've said this boy. every podcast, but studios need to understand you need your people on Hot you Ones. You need Hot Ones. You need Hot Ones to sell a movie nowadays. You need John David Washington on Hot Ones. Right. Getting the and, hot sauce. And having the guy be like, so what What are your thoughts on uh, AI intelligence? He's like, and John is like, odds. Oh, God. No, it's so hot. <laughs> also, this is a movie I think officially, I don't think John Dade Washington's a good actor. <laughs> I think he's bad. I think he's bad. I mean, you're probably right. I don't I think he's a good actor. I, I I enjoy him fine. I, this is a good movie. Um, I yeah. had to go home and watch some clips from Black Klansman to like revive myself. Oh, oh right. I need to watch yeah, that. that. Maybe awesome. then. Okay, I'll, I'll watch that's, that. That's a great movie. I only have him from Tenet, that one <laughs> movie by the guy who did fucking uh, Euphoria. Oof. Oh, and this, and this. Yeah, no wonder you're like this guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm and Marie, no good, no, no good. good. And I've only seen twenty minutes. Oh. De- I tell you what, he definitely plays a character, and maybe this doesn't help with your movie thing. A character called the protagonist. He just feels like the most blank slate yeah. character. Like that is the protagonist. Is so I haven't seen a lot of Spike Lee movies. I still haven't seen Do the Right um, Thing. Do the Right Thing. I Fuck need to watch it. Incredible, bro. But. God Black Klansman, I love okay. that movie. It's so really good. good. Yeah. John David Washington's great. Adam Driver's great. Everyone's fantastic okay. um, in that. Yeah, well. Oh, so good. Mm. Dream on, dream of a movie that made uh, more money. Uh, anyways. That rest is the dream. <laughs> folks. Saw 10. Saw it's 10. Time, folks. The Let's most co- critically acclaimed Let's song movie. Go. The tenth one. Has that ever happened? The tenth installment of a no. movie being the highest rated by not just like a, a wide margin. Because the people were hungry. And After Spiral, they're like, ugh. Because <laughs> I was like, surely the first saw had to at least have a 60% on Rotten No, it didn't. It's it had like 20. a 50 yeah, or something. something. Like that, yeah. And I was like, people don't what? like it. Well, I mean... You know, it People, was like a, what is this? Trash. Yeah. I get it. Torture porn garbage. But like, Saw X had like one yeah, eight, an 80% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, yeah. I like, like, I like this movie. Spoilers <laughs> alert. But someone telling me, right, a Saw movie is going to come out and it's going to have over an 80 A better rating than the, the sequel to The Exorcist, an Academy Award winning <laughs> film. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> that is that is an insane statement. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, in my dreams, but All right, all right. So, Saw 10, this is I guess as I understand a lot of people don't consider Jigsaw to be canon because it's nonsense apparently. I don't remember a single thing about it. As I understand they introduce another fucking disciple that comes out of nowhere in Jigsaw. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? 
Um, I honestly don't. And it came out years after, you know, the final chapter. But I think think what Saw fans love about this movie is it's basically Saw 2, because in between Saw 1 and Saw 2. Mm -hmm. But here's my main thing about this movie that I like and respect about it. I think we'll have the same one, but yeah. Yeah, and it's like, first off, it's weird because it's the first one that's really about john kramer that's the thing that's yeah. the one that's it's the, the first he one is, that centers him and it's yeah like he's, he's the been main the thing person the whole time yeah. that everyone loves but like what's crazy is like there's like a quick like imagine torture theme but like for a long time it's just like this drama about this man who's passionate about um helping people <laughs> discover <He's my> coach. <laughs> discovering them overcome their inner obstacles <laughs> <laughs> i love that he's like I uh, help people discover inner truths within themselves. Like oh, like coach. a life coach. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, 30, 40 minutes of this man trying to, like, live a little longer. Yeah. And then, like, it doesn't work out. And he's genuinely devastated. Yeah. And then it becomes <laughs> like, a song. Well, back to the old But grind. it becomes a song. Okay, so, like, set up for this movie. Okay, so, yeah, like Ryan said, two and saw between two and saw one, one and two. And two. Yeah. Um, and so, John Renner is still alive, obviously, brother. Amanda's here, whatever the hell. Big cancer. Big cancer. Big time cancer. Yes, yes, yes. So, that's that's the setup. And so, John right now is trying to fight this and still trying to find, uh, you know, something that, a cure or something to stop this cancer, put it in remission. Mm-hmm. Okay, bam. So, the thing that I love, it's that. It's the John Kramer, like, finally, Tobin Bell, put him front and center but they build on the lore and they have so much respect for jigsaw because the first scene in the movie is we see the fucking the trap in the posters the eyeball thing whatever the hell and mm-hmm. spoilers for saw x a little bit but like you see somebody stealing something from a patient whatever the hell right. and then we just smash cut to the trap happening but then we smash cut back and the, the guy who's stealing it sees sees john there and then returns it and that guy's safe mm-hmm. yeah again and he it, goes Good choice. Again, so like it's it's. The I thing. like how the I like this idea that whenever John sees anyone doing he has a fantasy. remotely like sketchy, he immediately thinks of how my, he's going to torture my them. My favorite part of that is that his daydream has the saw editing. So that's just what happens. That is brain. that is really funny. That is. Really but the good. point being, it respects the point that John, the games, the traps and games that John Jigsaw originally set up. Like, actually have, like, uh, he's got a method and he's got a point. Yeah. And this movie, again, to the point, like, this is not an Amanda trap. This is not a fucking detective. What the fuck is his name? Hoffman. Doesn't matter. Not Hoffman. Yeah, Hoffman. Like, this is this is classic Jigsaw, which we did not get. Again, to the point, this movie is like, we never got a lot of him. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. He'd have great scenes. Like, I've loved your book. That's a great scene. I hate murders. <laughs> I don't know why that's the one that... But I think what's also, like, this has probably the best setup for people being in the traps, too, mm-hmm. I feel. Because it's all these con artists who, like, do horrible things to people, and then they happen to do it to the Jigsaw Killer. Job. People cheat. You pick John Kramer? Yeah. I call that epic bad luck. That is... <laughs> that, is that is so funny. That's such... Like, just that would be a funny idea if it was, like, a one of the other ones where it was, like, one of them was the, like, lead, like, from their perspective thing. But it does help with it being from John's perspective so much. And the fact that, you, the fact that again, they reintroduced, they sort of reintroduced, again, uh, John Kramer. Mm-hmm. And, like, hey, he's this actual guy. 
and like he actually sees a, a like he could see a, he can imagine a better a place where he's out of this yeah um and so like they do such a great job of building sympathy for him you already like him because he's fucking jigsaw um we stand <laughs> we have that scene yeah. of him after he is cured and he's sitting in the park sketching yeah <laughs> trap. and then he's like you know what never mind <laughs> and he crinkles, crinkles and again he just throws it away man like and so again you're like you're as the wire's like man Fuck these people. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go to hell. And so again, the whole ride is great. Fuck these people. Go to hell. I love the idea of like a, a nice like 90 year old man drawing in the park. Like, what are you drawing there, old Pat? Oh, oh, what the hell? I used to be an engineer. This is just engineer stuff. You wouldn't are you sure? <laughs> you really use that red pen a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> but anyways, I feel like I've been saying a lot of what I love about this movie. Carrie, what'd you like about this? Um, I just love how this felt like the first time I got to see a real Saw movie yeah, 100%. in theaters. Because the only ones, because I didn't really get into them until, late. like, yeah, until Jigsaw was coming out. And so I've seen Jigsaw and Spiral in theaters and those. Not but so yeah it was just such a fun time and me and greg went at one o'clock on a wednesday so we were the only people in the theater and we were just hooting and hollering and it just felt like such a classic return to form but in like a stronger form than yeah. we've had in years and it was just so fabulous and i loved it yep just that ran yeah uh i think i've said all i need to say about this but my main thing is i hope that they just like reboot it from here. That's what I was saying also. And like, just, let's like, just start... And just, straight. like, continue it from his perspective or... I would love that. Maybe or, a man... Or maybe he dies and Amanda lives still? Like, that would also be good. Because that's my problem with why I stopped watching after three. Cool. It is awesome you killed Jigsaw because that is ballsy as hell. Right. But you killed Amanda also and then you just had to make up someone new and is this detective guy? Yeah. Who the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Who was, like... I don't know. He, His look and vibe just didn't, like work with that kind of character yeah. and they kind of like use that like oh he's he's not like he's not doing it according to jigsaw's rules or whatever yeah how he jigsaw's did. the one who's good at the rules this yeah guy sucks. this guy is but filmed like, by the producers at lion's gaze like just fuck him up just fuck these guys up which like that would be fun for like a movie but he's the main yeah. killer for four yeah, movies that's rough. which i forgot i forgot about until we watched the the like the, the interview preamble, the, yeah. the preamble before the movie and it's like oh my god he was the killer for four more movies than yep. jigsaw yep. Would. Yep, yep. that's insane yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my god but yeah this is the most fun a uh, saw movie has been since the first one and it's crazy that it's the 10th one. Tenth one it's the 10th one where, where they finally got it right they did it both like <laughs> both like critically and like you know making fans like really happy uh, yeah too. i don't know where we go from here because so the movie did i mean it's a song movie all the budgets for these movies are low but it's like 60 million which is about on par with the final chapter mm. um so it's not a runaway hit i believe the Damn. exorcist believer has done significantly better Fuck. um i can't believe that because Every time I go on Letterboxd, I see, like, Saw X, like, on the trending things up front. I have to scroll all the way to the box just to see where the Exorcist Believer is. No one on Letterboxd is watching that movie. 
But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many people... I don't know how much money VOD releases actually make because they're releasing this on VOD before Halloween. Like, in the next few weeks, they're releasing it again. Halloween! So, yeah. So, I don't know, again. But yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I loved it. It's fu- fucking awesome. I'm excited to buy it on Blu-ray uh, and watch it again. My favorite part of it... Um, John Kramer does apparently doesn't know anything Spanish, but he does know to hell where he's where the one of the bad spoilers again for Sex, one of the bad guys, part of the the, the grift oh. is the taxi driver. And he's all, when John's about to catch him all, he's like, Where will a donde vamos? And he's like, Al infierno. <laughs> I have never I don't think I've seen George laugh that hard in like years. That was that was great. And that that was very very good. I like that a lot. Uh, anyway, Sonics, check it out. Um, yeah. Can I say my favorite small sure. thing? <laughs> now that we're doing small bits. When, after he goes to the, like, right before he finds out it was a grift, and he goes to the liquor store and buys that thing of tequila, and he's like, okay, I'll take this to my friend. And then he opens the door to that estate, <laughs> and he goes, hello? <laughs> I fucking died. I was like, I've never heard him be not menacing. <laughs> he's mythos basically uh-huh. yeah and you see him like develop relationships with people that he he cares about mm-hmm. he's like i love these people they're so they're like he especially liked um the one girl oh, um and i also another thing i liked is he was making the trap because like with some of the older songs like you had depression so i'm gonna make you walk through a bunch of razor blades because you love cutting yourself it's like Okay, Jigsaw, you could have helped this person a different way. But they kind of... They kind of we could have had a conversation. You could have just talked to him about cutting themselves. Maybe that would have helped. But, like, her problem is, you find out in real life, she has a drug addiction. That's why she was part of this grift. And he gets her on the, on the game. And Amanda's like, listen, a drug addiction's, like, a big deal. You understand that, right? It, it's, yeah. it's... And, like, they have a talk as a... It's like, I know, but, like, we still have to do this. And, like, for a while during the games, like, she's trying to, like, be easier on her because... Mm-hmm. He's essentially her. Yeah, because yeah. he's essentially her. Um, and I and I like how they're, they dial, they dialed back Jigsaw, <coughs> hating mentally... Right, right, right. They were oh, sure. ben- yeah, yeah, mentally yeah. and emotionally damaged people. Right. <coughs> and now just be like, you're a pedophile, I'm gonna chop your balls off. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, good, good stuff. Movie. Good movie. Good stuff. One of my favorite movies of the year. Hell yeah. Anyways, uh, that's all September. Um, we're gonna start talking about some of the stuff in October now. Uh, again, shout out to Saw. Again, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if the gamble of putting out Saw earlier. They probably put it out earlier than they expected because they probably wanted to get out of way of Exorcist. Yeah. That has to be because I knew it was originally going to be. <laughs> if it's Halloween, it must be Saw. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It was supposed to. It come was supposed like to come a out a whole month later. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. They clearly moved out of the way once Exorcist. But, anyways, uh, before we get to that though, VHS eighty five. Um, this the third in the Shutter Resurrected VHS trilogy, which is what I'm making it up as called now in my head. That makes that's sense. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, who's seen this? 
I've all seen of us, it. I think. Oh, have you? You've seen it. Okay, I so we've all seen it. it. Okay. So yeah, uh, we got some some big boys coming for this one. We got Scott Derrickson. We got David Bruckner coming on the on the list here for some of these shorts here. Um, same bit. VHS. There's not a through line this time, right? No, there wasn't a through line. Uh, uh, there was a framed narrative, but it was more. Oh yeah, more he was going within back to Dr- David Bruckner's yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. The the copy, which that's fine. At least there was something in between, as opposed to one of my least favorite parts of about ninety nine was like there was just nothing. Yeah. Well, it kept. I just recently watched ninety nine. It kept going back to the kid doing his little stop motion things with yeah. the army men. Yeah, but then that ended up being only like. Like the one of the middle things, so then it just then it stops. Then yeah. it stops, and it's like, okay, you didn't. Yeah. And like, listen, the frame narratives have never been good. No, no, that. they've never been good. But like, that's the that's the part of it. It's supposed to be like <laughs> these are some weird VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. So I guess let's let's what's the guess? Let's get the overall vibe of it. Brian Lance, what's your overall vibe on this? I I still love whenever one of these movies comes out. I'll keep, you keep making them, I'll keep watching them. <laughs> yeah, you keep making them, I'll keep watching them because it's just like, especially with like any anthological horror theme, if you don't like it, it's going to be over in like five minutes, you know? And then like it it has the opportunity to bring something completely new to the table. And that's where I was like, it also gives, you know, smaller directors like chances to make something that's more widely seen. Like the Deadstream guy made his VHS one and then he had the, the Deadstream thing. And I like it for those reasons. My main thing with this one, and I think you might have said something similar in your letterbox thing, is I think I'm tired of this year thing, because 94 was like, okay, that's a that's yeah. fine, sending it that year. 99 is like, okay, but like 85 is just like, I'm getting tired of this. Mm-hmm. And also, it, it doesn't, they don't need that. No. And this one being 85, everything just felt dirtier and like, less like, clear. Yeah, and I didn't like it. it turns yeah, out I didn't, I didn't like, like it. it. It's, it's like, hmm, I'd like, I'd like a little more than like, like one forty p of resolution yeah. for Let's this. Try turns out I yeah. kind of like the crystal clearness of like, just unreal. Like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? That's nice. It's fun. But like the death cult one again. The death cult one. That one fucked me up the first time I saw it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's a good one. But overall, I feel like. There was only one of the shorts in here I hated, and I think you listed them, so we might get into them. Yeah, but let's over, go. But overall, they all were pretty, like, like a <laughs> three out of five. Like, yeah. that's pretty solid. Like, yeah. nothing, like, crazy or, like, standout-ish, but, like, that's all pretty solid. Except for the one with the VR. The VR one. Oh techno, that was that, that felt like it was supposed to be in viral. Like that yeah, was not great. That, that was one of I was I, I was like, I, am I supposed dude. to go get a snack during this? Yeah, like yeah. what is this? Yeah, very stupid. Because yeah, it was just uh like a off-Broadway production about yeah. VR thing, which doesn't make sense considering it's 1985. And the guy kept being like, my iPhones. <laughs> wonka wonka. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Christ. And then it's, <laughs> and she's doing her whole thing and it's like, techno god. Boo boo techno god. It's like, shut the hell up. <laughs> god. Like, like if it was a like if it was like the five seconds in between switching VHS tapes, like, like there's parts where like they like parts where like the um, they recorded over something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if this was that, 
Okay. Yeah. Like the part in VHS where they're like channel surfing. Yeah. You see yeah, a few yeah. seconds. If I saw a few seconds of a VR lady being like, techno god, and then her arm got, her leg got ripped off, I'd be like, whoa, whoa. That's funny. <laughs> but like 15 minutes? It's a rough no, 15 it's, minutes. It's a biz. That whoa. is. <laughs> it's also just like, because it's just her on stage too. That's, yes. the, that's yeah. the problem. It's just her ranting about technology in a vague sense. And it just sucks. Yeah, it just I've... sucks. It's not scary. When she gets mauled, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I think and we're supposed then when... to, maybe we're supposed to be like, God, this is annoying. Hell, hell yeah. Yeah, and like, the, <laughs> and like the best part is like when it ended and she was mauled horribly and it cut to the crowd and they're like, I think that was part of the show. They all applauded. <laughs> that's funny. That if it funny. was a little less annoying, I would have appreciated it. Ryan, that's how desensitized by technology we are. We saw her get mauled by VR and they applauded. Yeah, I don't <laughs> give a shit. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that was a stinkeroonie. Yeah, but though that's that's my main thought. Uh, so. yeah, like so yeah, like um, I the God of Death one was fine. I thought um. Mm-hmm. That was the one with the Mexican uh, like TV station mm-hmm. where they essentially like resurrect like a sort of some ancient yeah, god. Yeah, an earthquake and then they accidentally wind up in a weird temple or yeah. something. Um, and that's fine, you know. It's a, it's a Latino thing. I like it. Fine, you know. I am who I am. Yeah. Like there's the part where they were walking down the tunnel and then the guy farts in his face and they start laughing. And I was like, that's a human thing that would happen yeah, in this yeah, situation. Yeah. Um, I liked this. What? What? This one did that other ones haven't that I did like, and I had to look at your list to remember is two of the stories connect to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but they're in different perspectives, and that's awesome. I liked that a lot. That's like neither story was great. No, but like the fact that they connected was very cool. I liked the what the what the gimmick was. I really liked the first one, honestly, with all the people. I think that was my favorite too. And uh, I liked what the mythos was. And then when we find out how it connects to the other one and what they were doing with the water gun, I'm like, oh well that's cool and fun and clever. They did something. (laughs) Yeah, they did something. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else to say about this. I I uh, found the Scott Derrickson one annoying. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, I didn't, yeah, I don't want to watch Sinister right now. Actually, Scott Derrickson, <laughs> please leave me alone. <laughs> I didn't get. Yeah, I didn't like it that much either. Stupid. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe knock it off. I don't know. <laughs> or just I don't I, I know, think, man. I think I want them to keep making these, but I want them to have a different concept. DVD yeah. D slash oh, D slash D. I love that. It begins. It begins me? with a Windows Movie Are Maker-esque menu. That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna shit my pants if they do that. Oh my god. Uh, bloody disgusting. I know you're listening. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Godspeed. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right, folks. Oh, he's taking a drink of water, folks. Which is crazy, because I'm going to be one talking about this movie. I hear tubular bells shaped in the shape of a turd. That's what I got. Uh, the Exorcist Believer. Oh, I was going to talk about Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I thought you said you were not going to talk about it. Ryan, go ahead. Oh, a new Pet Cemetery movie came out. I was just going to Paramount give, Plus. I was just going to give the synopsis for this. Oh, okay. Um, Because I watched it, and after I finished it, um, I completely forgot everything happened. But the synopsis is it's a prequel 
And remember the old guy in the first one who's like, Of course I remember the old guy in the first one. Like, like, don't go down like, to that pet cemetery. He's the guy from the Munsters. He's like, you don't want to go down that rod. Now that rod's dangerous. That yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing more of an impression of his character from that episode of South Park. <laughs> but... But this is his origin story of how he um, found the pet cemetery. Yeah, it's 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 not very good. Um, I really wanted to know what fucking Lewis. No, the main guy's name is Lewis. I don't remember what the like Chud Nelson or whatever yeah. the shit his name is. I really wanted to know his origin story. Yeah, it's just they tell his origin story in the fucking first movie. His, I don't. His dog dies and he buries it in the thing and then it comes back and his dog is pissed off and he's like, "Well, that's fucked up." Oh really? Oh no! A bunch of other stuff happened before that that he just didn't bring up. What? <laughs> Because, uh, like, from what I remember is, like, he's trying to leave town and someone else does a pet cemetery and he runs into that person and they're acting all weird. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, you pet cemetery them. And he's like, yeah, I did. I know we're not supposed to because we, everyone in this town knows what happened. But I thought if I did it, it would work out this one time. Yeah, that's what everyone and in these movies thinks. <laughs> um, and then, like, that's the so whole funny. movie was a pet cemetery guy just going around killing people. And it's not very good. Huh. That, wow. So that's it. Yeah. Odd. And then he's like, I'm going to get out of this town. And you know he doesn't. He does not. <laughs> he does not. He becomes he his, very he old. He gets his ankle destroyed by yeah. a little child in a suit. That's uh, very funny. <laughs> but yeah. Now, George, we can talk about okay. the real. Well, I said, the director of this is going to be an exe- is an executive producer on Luca Guadagnino's The Lord of the Flies. That's all I got. All right. Interesting. All right. Two bells of <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> the Exorcist Believer, directed by David Gordon Green of the Halloween Blumhouse trilogy. Exorcist Believer, a Blumhouse production, put out by Universal. Now you you might be I'm the biggest the biggest thing that I don't understand. You might be asking yourself, didn't David Gordon Green make it very vocal that he wanted to make only two Halloween movies, and then the studio, which was also Universal and was also Blumhouse, forced him to make three, and he came back for another IP horror movie that's going to be another trilogy. I don't know. Here we are, folks. Um, taking place, I guess, assuming. This could exist. Is are we assuming that only ha- the first Exorcist happened and not two or three? I don't know about Dominion and about that other bullshit. Well, but, yeah. Well, those are pretty. I don't know because like it, it's so in the future. I don't. Think it, it could, matters. but it does. It doesn't. Yeah. But, but the yeah. way they've marketed nobody said it anything with a Gemini killer, but though. Bro. But like, I feel like. <laughs> I, I feel like the general public doesn't know that there's that's five true. other Exorcist movies. No, that's yeah, true. for sure. Okay, so yeah, so they just, just like whatever. It's just a direct sequel. Years in the future, um, where Reagan's mom is a person who wrote a book, and um, you know, Reagan was like, "Fuck you, mom." But like in a, not in like a you I go love, to hell. I in like in like a Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Kind First of off, I love how like you're talking about this part, even though that has so little to do I know, with I know. the. I'm just putting in the context of this. Anyways, we have a fucking. But this is the actual story, actual matter. There is a, two girls. There's two girls this time. <laughs> they go off on a little field trip 
to the woods and they come back after being missing for two days and whoa they're acting a little crazy the body in the blood uh and and they've been they've been they they got exorcists they got the we're believed we're we're supposed to believe it's pazuzu i don't know I mean, a the, relative the, of Pazuzu, the demon relative of Pazuzu. The demon remembers Regan, but demons can like read your mind. So who okay, knows? yeah, right, right. So maybe it's not Pazuzu. Okay, <laughs> who cool. Fucking knows. So yeah, they're both possessed. Um, her father here is not a really religious man. The other girl's parents are super religious. Um, but like mega church religious. Mega church yeah, religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, his uh, why they were at a trip. I don't know where they went to a trip to. I don't He's a photojournalist. Mm-hmm. Um, during this trip, there was an earthquake. Oh, they went to Haiti. Haiti. Yeah. And then an earthquake happened, and then his wife died. But the her, but his daughter was blessed by one of the local like uh, religious folks there in Haiti. And we have one of those people in here. So there's all types of faiths, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're going to believe. We, we have two types of Catholics and... Uh, a stere- third other thing. <laughs> <laughs> and a stereotypical African woman doing voodoo. To- I don't know what to. Call I don't know. They don't. They don't say. They don't, they, they don't, they don't, they don't, don't say. To- I don't know what to call that. Because they don't. They we don't all know, know what yeah, that type of skirt around. They're just trying to skirt around. Yeah. So that you can watch it and be like, yes, I, I know get that. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, man, this movie does nothing. It's so bad. It's just like why. <laughs> Why they? Why exorcist? This could have been it. This could have been the exorcist's fucking the exorcism of your mama. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, if I wasn't thinking about the film The Exorcist the entire time, I might have been like, that was that was whatever. That hundred yeah, percent. Fine, whatever. I don't care. But with the expectations of this being an exorcist movie, yeah, you cart out Ellen Burstyn and then. Fucking, oh <laughs> and then you card her right back away. It's so it's so embarrassing <laughs> that he was like, "All right, I got the legacy character again. Let's put her in a hospital bed again." And also, she wrote a book again because I don't know what to do with these fucking old broads that I bring into this movie. I, I don't just fucking care. That that's another thing about. So you guys didn't like this movie. I despised this movie. <laughs> okay. I and like what's crazy is I don't even like The Exorcist. No, you don't. I don't care for that movie. But this movie is such legacy sequel garbage Oof, yeah. that, like, it it made me so angry. <laughs> because, like, so much about it, like, it has all the stuff where it's just, like, we have, like, a whole intro and it's, like, we gotta get to an expert. And then the phone rings and Dan Aykroyd answers. And he's like, I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> well, you gotta call somebody else. I saw Casper recently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And th- but then, like, they bring her in, and, like, first off, I know in the first Exorcist, the two priests die. Mm-hmm. So Accurate. They, so oh, they, well, you know. So they, can't, <laughs> so they can't bring them back, technically. But it's bizarre to me that the main person they bring back is the mom. Yeah. Who, like, I've... Didn't see like, The Exorcist. The Exorcism. She yeah. didn't she didn't because see the... Because of the patriarchy. Yeah. Okay, like, they yikes. they died, all yeah, right? I so maybe be a little nicer to them. Those fucking chunks wouldn't let me watch... <laughs> you wanted to watch that? Listen, listen, my daughter's alive, but she's mad at me because I wrote a book for some reason, even though we were trying to let Reagan forget that this happened. 
whatever. This movie sucks. But, but, but they bring they bring her back with like nothing, and she's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna go stop this just yeah, like I'm I did." I'm gonna go before. in there by myself. For I'm ninety years old. And I'm gonna go in there by myself. I start reciting prayer as this as if I'm a fucking priest. As You're... if I know what happened inside the room. Exactly. <laughs> and then they stab her eyes out. So Which is funny. And then <laughs> it's it is funny. Sure. It's very funny that you would bring someone back and give them a permanent physical handicap. What the fuck? <laughs> and then she's not in the movie until the very, very end with an insulting post-credit stage. Oh, yeah. Linda Blair. Well, you forget, Ryan, they cut to her for a little bit during the final exorcism because she, like, feels it happening or whatever. Why would she? <laughs> That's why I thought it was Pazuzu. <laughs> Maybe. I have no idea. I don't think they have any idea <laughs> No, exactly, because here's the thing. You could have cut all of that out of the movie. Oh, oh 100%. yeah. You could have cut none of that. No, 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 no. But they had to add it because the studio was like, we have to bring in legacy characters to make the fan. For none of the fans like the other Exorcist movies. Why would they like this? <laughs> the Exorcist is forty years old, and the only people who like it besides 50. 50, 50 years old, and the only people who like it besides diehard horror enthusiasts are people who are now seventy years old, <laughs> and they are not coming to the yeah. theater to watch Exorcist Believer. So why? Who is it for? Also, it's terrible. <laughs> also, it's a miserable film. Nothing happens. There's no, like, genuine scares or frights. There's a thousand speeches about the power of God's love. Yo, cleaning. Jesus fucking Christ. Which is funny because another thing that's crazy about this movie is with all the other exorcism movies that... So, like, I've seen the first one. I've seen the third one. I've seen the exorcist TV shows. From my understanding, the main character is always like a priest, mm -hmm. and even the first one, like it was him, it was him like dealing with like I'm a priest, but like I'm conflicted and, and mm -hmm. all that kind of yeah. stuff. There's no fucking priest in this movie. There's not a priest. There's it's a priest where eventually the, the movie's asking us to care about, and I'm like, yeah, when at the, the guy shows up at the, at the and he's like, I can't do this actually. Never mind. They didn't approve it. So I'm like, okay, yeah. There's a guy who shows up. He's like, oh, this is my priest. Like, hi, I'm the priest. To be fair, Exodus <laughs> three, they just threw in a priest at the end. Yeah, well, well, there's also the priest that you know. Well, but, but I don't we have our that. main detective character and his best friend who yeah. is a priest. Yeah, but so. you know, some stuff. Happens. I don't, I don't remember that They movie literally as well. have to add on a priest yeah. at the end. But, like, I don't know. It's just funny. We're like, we need to do an exorcism, but we don't have a priest. And then they get the priest, and then it don't work out. <laughs> I just, it, I think it's so the easiest thing to, the most hack and easy thing, easy paycheck, you would have gotten a thumbs up and a pen in the back, David, would be like, just make a universal version of an A24 movie, an A24 horror movie. Like, that would have been a, a, a modern adaptation of The Exorcist mm -hmm. that horror fans would be like, okay, I see what you're doing there. It would have done okay. Universal would have been fun. They, your reputation would have been fine. if you. They probably would have offered you the sequel. You probably could have said no, and you would have been happy. You could have done another fucking weed movie with fucking, <laughs> uh, what's his name from? Uh, Andy McBride. Andy McBride. So, but instead you did this. Mm -hmm. The most boring nonsense. It's weird. And like what sucks is like I like I like the the setup to this one like girls go missing and they're found and they're acting kind of weird and it's like okay if if you're a child and you went through a traumatic thing obviously you'd be weird um 
Because, like... It, <laughs> exhibit A. <laughs> exhibit, exhibit A. But I feel like that's a better setup than the Regan one, where it's like, oh, she's just going sure, through puberty I agree. and the, she's weird. Right. So, the like, setup is good, which is why I was interested in watching it, because the trailer was good. Yeah. yeah it, it, it it reminded me of, like, prisoners, except they get they turn into, you know, demons. Um, <laughs> but then, like, it's terrible, and, like, the girls, like, aren't... Nothing scary or interesting, and it has nothing to say... And then, like, deep in your head, you're like, I know this is a trilogy, but how? How, yeah, how is no it a trilogy? Clue. No clue. Are you going to bring back um, Leslie Odom Jr.? Why would he want to do that? <laughs> is his daughter going to get possessed again? <laughs> Why? do all the beats of the original trilogy. <laughs> I just don't. I just genuinely don't understand any decision made in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't know. And it was just so... Like, the messaging felt weird to me, too, just in terms of, maybe this is just a me thing, but they have the the dad of the religious girl, the, like, pastor mm-hmm. dad, who's, like, an asshole. Yeah. And they play with this idea of, he's, he's like, chaste and uh, a religious man, but also he's a horrible person. So it's like, yeah. okay, what are we gonna do with that? But... They don't do anything with that. He just, no. like, you know, fucks up the thing. And his daughter gets punished and dragged to hell. Yeah. And then at the end, we could... We, I would have liked it if they maybe played with the idea of, like, challenging religion. I don't know how yeah. you do that in a possession movie, I guess. But yeah. then at the end, fucking Ann Dowd is like, you know what? Going to church is great. Seeing all your people's awesome. And it's like, why'd we even bother with this yeah. guy? <laughs> And that's another thing is like the demon. It's here. Here's one issue I have with possession movies, and they always bring up is like, don't listen to the demons. They're going to mess with you, and they right. and they're literally a demon. Mm-hmm. They're going to like say hurtful things and rude things to you. So if they're like, we want you to choose which one of the girls to die. Don't trust don't that. Why would you believe a <laughs> yeah. demon? Why would you possess Pazuzu or Bagul or the Slender Man or Five Nights at Freddy's? They're not trustworthy. They're monsters who just seek to annoy you and I guess challenge your faith in Christianity. Whatever. Which is another which is another fun thing is I feel like towards the end of this movie because they have the whole crew of different assortments of religions, which again is two types of Christianity. And vague African heritage (laughs) other thing. And, like, you see the thing is they just don't like faith at all or whatever. And we just need to bring faith together. So it's, like, trying to be, like, it's not, a, it's not, like, we swear this isn't Christian propaganda. Believer. We swear this isn't Christian propaganda, like all exorcism movies are (laughs) at their core. We're saying that, like, it's, like, oh, it's all, it all goes back to, like, further things. Which I think that's fine. Right. But then, like, they go back to, like, oh, through the power of Jesus Christ, anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're not even doing the, the thing that you're trying to do. God. Yeah, what a weird movie. I don't know where they go from here. Are they going to make the next one? or Because they... no one's seen this. No, no one's I mean, seen it and no one likes it. Made it. Its yeah. mo- it made its money back. But, yeah, I don't see why, like, you count, you're like, the people aren't going to come back. Like, yeah. you fucked it. So, yeah. it's like... I don't David know. David Gordon Green's probably not gonna come back. No, he's been confirmed not to come back. Okay. They've, they've given him boot. So, oh, but maybe they're gonna keep. Uh, what's his fucking? Face? I keep forgetting his name. Danny McBride is the writer. <laughs> Let him he... direct it. Fuck oh. it. Who cares? Yeah. I would love a Danny McBride <laughs> directed. It. That's how. Then we'll get that that video you sent us. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, like, 
He smokes a little weed. Smokes a little weed. Gets a little high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it would be that. that would <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. That's Exorcist Believer, folks. Disappointing. We will definitely talk about this at the but it got, yeah, 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 yeah. But it got me to watch Exorcist 1 and Exorcist 3. Those yeah, are pretty that's good. a real win. Those are pretty good movies, so. Dark Harvest. I know nothing about this movie. Y'all saw it. I was going to watch it, and then I didn't go see it. I just know that. You were like, this probably isn't worth my time. There's corn, and that's all. Mistake. Yeah. So... I first heard about this because it was supposed to come out like two years ago, and I yeah, made I didn't like know that. I made like my yearly whenever I make my yearly like Halloween spooky time watch list. I always look at what horror movies when I was like Dark Harvest, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a horror movie. What's that? And it was based on like a book that's all about you know a a, a killer with rules and <laughs> involved corn, and I was like, yes, Perfect. Midwestern representation <laughs> in my horror films. I love it. And then it didn't come out. And then and then we got that thing about the email about there being a early screening. And I was like, oh, I remember that movie because I, I tried to watch it. That just didn't come out. Yeah. But the the plot is, it's 1960s, roughly? Yes. Yes. And it's this small town and they have a Halloween tradition. Tradition. Every Halloween, a demon called Sawtooth Jack invades uh-huh. the town, uh-huh. and they need it to be killed, or else basically like their a, crops will die. Yeah, like they'll a, have a bad harvest. They'll like a dust bowl kind of yeah, thing will yeah, happen yeah, for yeah, just yeah, the town. It, um, but, <laughs> and here's what I love about it: the, the their tradition of how they deal with it is they it turns they turn to like a little game thing. Where they get all the teenage boys like all hyped up, and they're like, "One of you has to kill it, and if you kill it, we will give you a brand new car, and we'll give you and your parents a brand new house." So it get it gets all these teenage boys like riled up and ready yeah. to go, and they're just storming and like going after. <laughs> and kids. also, they're like, "You have to lock your teenage boys yes. in their room for three days before the event." <laughs> They can't eat. You can't eat or drink. So then they're feral mode. And uh, the Sawtooth Jack is like a scarecrow that this farmer makes and puts candy in. Mm -hmm. And then it gets possessed by the demon, I think. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Well, that's the the legend. But as you you watch the movie, (laughs) things become more clear. But yeah, basically, the one who kills it and then all the kids like storm and like rip its guts open, which is all filled with candy. candy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I like, I like that idea as like an urban legend. I think that's a fun idea. Um, this movie is insane. <laughs> this movie is absolutely wild. And it makes sense that it's made by the guy who directed 30 Days at Night. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> because, funny. and I made this joke when I was talking to, uh, my boss about this movie. You know, you have a situation where you have a night where, one night where a bunch of teenage boys are going buck wild in 30 days of vampires. <laughs> I think the teenage boys one is the worst experience to be in the middle of, judging solely by what I saw in this movie. Yeah. Um, but this movie is wild and insane, and it it goes harder than I ever expect, would have expected, would have yeah. expected to do. <laughs> so for, a, for a movie that I also had zero expectations going yeah, into. Yeah, for real, yeah. But yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you got? I agree. I think uh, it's got, because like I went in thinking that it was just going to be like silly or bad. And yeah. uh, it's got. Like a direct-to-DVD kind yeah, of thing. something like that. And it's got, uh, 
the build-up has a lot of funny, weird, awkward dialogue moments, mm-hmm. and our main character's, like, a bad boy, and he's the younger brother of the guy who won the previous year, and the guy who won the previous year took his car and went on a road trip and, and has no not one, returned. Yeah, no one's yeah. seen him since. And so he's dealing with that, and he's, like, the troubled child, and he's like, you can't pin me down. <laughs> it's just very silly. But then once the night starts happening and Sawtooth Jack shows up, just some crazy shit starts happening. And I was like fully unprepared and it was hilarious. I think, I think, um, what made me like the moment where I realized this movie might like have something interesting going on is there is a, I think the worst part of this movie is there is a lot of buildup to that night. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a lot of, you know, just stereotypical 1960s teenager kind of stuff. Right. I like how, like, they don't shy away from, like, kind of, like, the racism kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they say some words, like, whoa, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> um, and, like, I like that because, like, I assumed it was, like, a, a YA novel. So I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's when all the gore stuff surprised me, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I thought it'd be, like, very kind of, like, washed out kind of stuff like that. But, like, mm-hmm. no, they, like, lean really into it. It's like, okay, I can, I can admire that. It's still written kind of plainly and like yeah. too literally um but then like once the night starts it gets crazy and when i realized that it's like so the main guy has like his group of pals mm-hmm. and like one of them is you know his best friend and like he wants to win the competition because he wants to move next door to his best friend again mm-hmm. essentially yeah then there is the um the mexican kid who wants to who doesn't want to do it. He's very afraid of Sawtooth Jack, but his parents want him to win so they can have that opportunity. And then there's the other guy. I can't remember what his deal was. I think he was a nerd. Probably. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> but they had like enough buildup where like you understand their motivation for the thing. Yeah. And then, and this is a mild spoiler, and then they have their interaction with Sawtooth Jack. And he immediately, like, kills eviscerates them in, like, horrible, horrible ways. And you're good now, George. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, you're like, okay, this movie doesn't give a shit. And I am so here for it. And then you think, like, that's crazy. But then it just builds up more and becomes even more insane. Yeah. Like, um, like the thing with um, the... The storm shelter that was great. That was my favorite um, part. The 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 fire thing that just happened for no reason. And there's a bunch more stuff like that. And it's wild. It's so fun. It goes there, and then when it does like the big reveal, like you know that like you know like okay, there there's some weird stuff going on with this, but like when the reveal happens, you're like okay, that's actually kind of fucked up, and I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Especially when you think about like the way everyone, you know, interacts with and treats Sawtooth Jack. Like, okay, that's actually... Right, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I respect this movie a lot. Yeah, this might be movie. the... This, I, I respect this movie more than anything because it, it does so much and it does not give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's an MGM, so that's an Amazon company, so it'll probably be on Prime. Or MGM+. Plus whatever that's i doubt that'll be a thing for long we'll see we'll see yeah. but yeah dark harvest i would highly recommend it okay. it's a fun time okay uh, it's nothing groundbreaking no but, but it's, it's like it's it's got enough like style and yeah. panache that I'm and like, it has right. like it has like that good sense of familiarity to it yeah 
where it's like, okay, this this feels like something I've seen before, but it does it in different ways where, you know, I'm caught off guard mm-hmm. a little bit. But it still it still feels it feels cozy in a weird way. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Apparently David Slade, and I think I knew this, directed a Twilight Eclipse. Yeah, he oh, did Eclipse nice. too. <laughs> no wonder it rocks. Um anyways, the rest of the month, folks, there's still some spooky things but uh yeah october spooky taylor swift the eras tour (laughs) the concert film um if donna joe would go with me this is the one movie i would not go watch by myself Mm. um and i'd only watch the dolby vision version at, at the amc um but yeah taylor swift she's all right i had this thought um cause like there's, the meme is like, you know, Taylor Swift and other people like, you can sing along with this movie and people like, mm, you might disturb other people in different theaters if you're like screaming during the movie. So I was just like, imagine like that one scene in Dark Harvest where like he's going to the storm uh, thing and like the thing happens and you just hear, trouble, trouble, like, like, <laughs> oh, like faintly in the other room. It's like, yeah, we got bad boys. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that actually would be awesome. That would be pretty funny. Um, yeah, I'm not a, a Swifty. I'll say it. I like Sorry. that new album. That's the only album I like front to back. And not even front to back. I think uh, Karma's pretty cringe. I, I dropped off after 1989. Mm-hmm. I just... Because music... To be fair, Reputation wasn't good. Reputation was not very good, in my opinion. But like, I don't know. It might. I'm sorry. But like, Taylor Swift's fine. She seems like a cool person. She seems I, have, good. I have no problems with her. I just don't like her music very much. Um. So oh yeah, my yeah. god. This this is a side note. But like, I I had to go pick up dinner with my dad, at, and he wanted food from a bar. And this random at the bar said like one of the most annoying sexist jokes about oh, her um and dating that one guy. Oh, um, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. It was like. You know, if they do it before, uh, if he does it with her before the show, is it called a quickie or a swifty? And like, then he looked around at the bar for laughs, and some people laughed because it was a bar, and obviously yeah. there'd be weirdos. But like, I just wanted to be like, that's not even a joke. <laughs> like, like if you're gonna make a gross, like, sexist joke, <laughs> at least like have it like functionally work as a joke instead of just be like, Bang. it's like I saw this on Facebook, and now I'm saying it and claim it to my own. Yeah. Big, big energy of that. Yeah. Foe! Starring Saoirse Ronan. That's all I know about this movie. I heard it's not good. I also heard it's not good, which is disappointing, because it's it's based on another book, and it's written by the same guy who wrote, uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Oh. And so I was curious about it, but, uh, So maybe we'll like it anyway, because some people maybe, really didn't like it. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's got it's got Saoirse Ronan and Paul Mescal and uh, that's a good cast. Seems fun. I've heard it's like a Malcolm and Marie type thing. Is it? <laughs> Maybe. I have well, no like, idea. it's just it's just like an <laughs> argument kind of thing. Oh, interesting. Maybe a Marriage Story is a better comparison. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Revolutionary Road. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Totally killer. Uh, I've seen this poster. I know nothing about it. Uh, uh, but this is a Prime original, uh-oh. and I've heard. <laughs> I've heard like like you know like oh that's pretty good kind of mm-hmm. things and it's basically freaky from my understanding. Oh okay. If yeah, you remember yeah. that. I do remember freaky. Um, I've heard it's basically the exact same plot as freaky. Okay. But with the girl from Sabrina, Dark Sabrina, she's bad. She's 
She's well, pretty. I, that's I all watched I got. an episode of that show and I was like, nope. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I kind of loved how bad that show was, but then because I knew that was connected to Archer, I knew I had to stop because then I would watch Archer. You mean uh, Archie? Uh, sorry. Archie. <laughs> I was like, what? Archer Riverdale, is a different yeah, yeah. show. Uh, Riverdale, means. yeah. <laughs> I've heard insane things about Riverdale. Oh, well, yeah, sure. That show sounds so funny. <laughs> um, Apparently this girl's also going to be in Twisters, the sequel to, of oh. sequel to Twister. What there was the Twisters in Twister, bitch. <laughs> there was multiple <laughs> Twisters. At Twisters. The same... Will you relax? <laughs> Twister's a good movie. Anyways. I watched that in school. I don't know if I was supposed to. Is that fine for school? That's I don't fine. Remember. It's just kind of scary if you live in the Midwest, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the suck zone. <laughs> that is what we call Hell, it. Yeah. That is what they say. Now entering Nebraska, the suck zone. <laughs> the suck zone. I don't like how that's a like cool '90s font though underneath the sign. <laughs> there are many good things about Twister. I'll tell you what. you should watch the movie Twister. Okay. That's a good time, man. Anyways. Pretty funny. Uh, yeah, great Philip Seymour Hoffman performance. Uh, <laughs> Got very good. Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese. Uh, he's uh, he's back, folks, with another three-hour mo- and a half movie for you. I'm here to see about these murders. <laughs> what about them? See who's doing them. <laughs> That's see- great. <laughs> Did you see that story that... Um, oh, he was going to be Steven Ewan's yeah, character. It was wild. To in think what? Of- in, in Nope. In Nope. He was apparently originally cast as... But he Steven- wanted to do Killers. But I think he... Yeah, want to do killers, and that's cr- I can't imagine anyone doing that besides Stephen Hume. Yeah, that is wild. That would be really funny. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I'm here to see about these aliens. What about them? Uh, I, I guess don't really know. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't think this bit through enough. Anyways, I named my dog Marty, and because of that, I've been thinking about Killers of the Flower Let's Moon. Let's go. And I'm probably going to watch it. I thought it was this weekend. It's actually next week. It's next week. I have my ticket already. So you're watching Ooh. it. Okay. Yeah, me and Don Joe, I will see when we're watching it. It yeah, has to be... I, I went to... I, I picked... I don't think you guys will be able to go. I'm doing it the, the 2 o'clock showing on Thursday. Mm. I was hoping it. it'd be like an 11, because they do 11 a.m. sometimes. Oh. Because that I mean, was might have that on like a Saturday. Or well, a see, I hope because sure. like I'm either starting my day or ending my day of this movie. I'm, I'm not there. doing middle. I'm, I'm doing middle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you see a start of the day, I'll I might okay, be able to you might. You. Okay, that sounds good. So yeah, I'll watch it. You know, I like Martin. I like uh, I like Hugo. <laughs> I like Taxi Driver. I loved Hugo. You got to. I need to rewatch that. It's pretty I good. When I watched that, like in high <laughs> school, me and Carrie like, saw it in our fucking creative writing class. Or the hell? Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Think about us and our yeah. No idea who we stuff. were. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, weird times. Hugo, check it out. Uh, That's so funny. But yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think I don't know. I'm gonna watch it. That's 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 what's gonna happen. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, when evil lurks. I don't know what, what this is. What is I this, did Carrie? not. I forgot to look up the plot, but I just heard that when it's a very devastating movie lurks. by the same guy who made that movie terrified not terrified you're terrified i believe oh that poster i've seen that poster this poster right yes there. That's yeah spooky that man. movie is spooky like man. Really, that movie's pretty silly oh. but also really really good what were you you were snapping it's also something. spanish yes. i i thought it was there's a similar movie from the drive your car guy that has evil in its name oh no clue okay that's not this i thought that was that sorry <laughs> my bad Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think they're playing this at Alamo like one random day at three o'clock, so I'm not gonna be able to see mm. it. But, 
But huh. I just wanted to put it on the radar okay. for y'all. Sure. When evil lurks. Because that terrified movie is pretty good. Huh. I need to rewatch it, but the the specifically the first five minutes of the film Terrified are insane. Okay. I might watch this then. Okay, it's cool. pretty good. Pretty good. All right. The Holdovers. Um, <laughs> made by Nebraska's favorite movie boy. Uh, I forgot his Alexander name. Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne. This downsizing guy. <laughs> That's the movie we all love. Not Nebraska. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I was in Germany, and I was uh, oh, no. I was talking to, I work in video games, and I was talking to one of our developers who's British, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't know how we wound up talking about Alexander Payne, <laughs> but we did, and I was like, he made that one movie, you know, uh, and he's like, oh, Nebraska, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I was talking about Nebraska. And then he was like, oh, the movie. I've seen the movie. And I was like, yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Paul Giamatti is an asshole college professor um, at a private school. He's got this student he doesn't like. student doesn't like him back. They all go out for Christmas except him. And he's got to stick back with the holdovers, people who didn't go back. Home and he's like, I fucking hate you. I wished you. If I was your parents, I'd kill myself. And he's like, My parents are dead. And he's like, Oh. <laughs> and then they probably find out that they have much more in common than they thought. And then I don't know. that's crazy when that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um. And this is. I don't know why it's got this like it's shot in four by three. It's got this old. <laughs> set. Right. I don't know why it's going for this look of like old thirty five millimeter shitty fucking film stock. Right. Yeah. Kind of dealy. Seems fine. I'll watch it. I'll watch I it. I like Paul Giamatti. So, is Paul Giamatti going to come back? I am the rhino. <laughs> is Paul Giamatti going to come back to Omaha? He did for, um... What's the other... Alexander Payne did another movie, Paul Giamatti. I, I I'm going to look up Alexander Payne's Alexander <laughs> Was Paul Giamatti in Sideways? That was an Alexander Payne, though. Uh, uh, anyways, I will watch this. Sure. Will I watch it? In... Yes, he was in Sideways. So, yeah, because... So I was going to pay it sideways, and Paul Giamatti is in sideways. And he came to Omaha at one point uh, because Alexander Payne, I guess, is... As I understand, Alexander Payne is good is good friends with the person who runs film streams, mm-hmm. and Alexander Payne brings celebrities over. He's like, hey, come on over to Omaha. We got this cool theater. Right. And then they bring money in, and it's a fundraising thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So Alexander That's Payne. Cool. Yeah, so there you go. The holdovers. I can respect that. I just do not like the movie downsizing. <laughs> You know, that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. <laughs> now, Fall of the House of Usher, the TV Ooh, series. No, Anatomy of oh, a Fall. Oh, my bad. Anatomy of a Fall. <laughs> I don't know much about this, but it's gotten, like, very good. A lot like, of hype. A lot of hype. So, so I, I'm interested in this. I don't know much about yeah, it. From what I understand, it's, like, court proceedings oh. about uh, someone who has fallen. <laughs> oh. Another going to be at Alamo for one day, it looks yep, like. Yep. Oh, dang. Uh, we'll okay. see about sure. that then. And there you fall. Uh, fall of the House of Usher! I don't have Netflix anymore, but I would watch this if I did. I started I, the first episode, and I, then Greg came out and was like, what are you watching this gray-ass show? <laughs> so we watched something else. Oh, yeah. I, I've not had a chance to start this yet, but... <laughs> I am so excited for this. Every time a new Mike Flanagan show drops, it's so, always good. Yeah, Somebody described it to me it. as spooky succession. And I like succession and I like oh. Mike Flanagan, so yeah. It's well, Fall of the House of Usher is some Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. And from what I've watched so far, the first ten minutes of the first episode, there's some there's some fun little Edgar Allan Poe Easter eggs. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so this is 
very excited. I'm very excited. Did it all drop at once? I assume. Yeah. yeah. Did for Midnight Mass and everything else. Yeah. I'm surprised that um, Netflix still likes working with him because his last thing didn't do well for the oh, right. Midnight yeah, I never Club. Watched, yeah, I never watched. Yeah, Midnight that. Club was good. It just was more of a teen <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but. And I think it was set up to be more of like a series. Yes. Um, Instead of a mini series. And Netflix hates like, you want us to make more than one season? What the fuck? Yeah. But this is a mini series. This is a mini series. So this is all out and done. And I think mini series is what he does best. And also three hour cuts of uh, Dr. Sleep. He does that very well too. Doesn't. Incredible. Doesn't he have a movie project? I think so. I think he's making another Stephen King app. That's what I thought as well. Yeah. I also think he made a deal with another streamer. Yeah. Because I think this is his last Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mike Flanagan getting work. Yeah. Doing stuff. I like that guy. He's pretty good. Check him out. Uh, I don't know what the killer is. That's on his list. The killer is a new David Fincher oh, right. murder you this. detective neo noir kind of thing starring Mick. Mikhail Fisbender. Oh. Um, and it's going to be on Netflix in November, but it's having some limited releases in October. And I'm very excited because I do not count Mank. So this will oh. be this will be his first like forgot about Mank. This will be his first like real movie in like real movie Mank was nominated for awards whatever. Mank. Mank. It was a little too Mank. It was a little too Mank for my Mank. Um, but yeah, it's his first like more to form kind of film and like because when was gone girl 2014 so almost a decade oh jeez that's why that's why i'm excited for this Mm -hmm. because that just you see mind hunter i never saw i did watch mind hunter it's pretty solid it just also you know didn't finish yep like all netflix shows it doesn't finish ouch five nights at fuckies freddy's (laughs) This looks awful. It looks pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, the fuck, I'm not gonna. You think I'm not gonna eat that shit? No. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> be there and I'm gonna be like, oh my god, when's the Markiplier cameo gonna happen? Uh, um, is what, this? What's all of our relationships with Five Five Nights at Freakies? Um, I played the first game. Yeah. And then I probably watched some YouTubers play it. The same. And that's about it. And I that I became aware that there is deep lore. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know what the deep lore is, but, it is but it's like I became aware that it's a, a phenomenon amongst the children. This yeah, this was stuff, yeah. yeah. I because when I was in, I went to college, but right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm not happy about it either. But between. Between, like, classes, like, you know, you, you're you just waiting around doing nothing. It's like, I can't drive home because that's, like, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, so I found myself watching a lot of, like, Let's Plays and, like, video game-like content, like, in the student center. And this was around the time that Five Nights at Freddy's was huge, so I just watched a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> content. Um, and that includes some, like, the lore stuff. And I was like, okay, this is, this is something. But then, like, as the games, like more came out like it became more nonsense and they just became more obnoxious and i was like ah this is this is nothing so then i dropped off of like watching people play that stuff because i was like i don't care anymore 
And then it blew up even more than like mm-hmm. it did at the time, and it became like more of a kids thing. Yes. And it's like, how? It's about murdered children and pedophiles. Why do children love this? Because it's scary. It People, is. Kids love urban legends. Are you kidding me? I I get that, but like it's it's about a pedophile. It's, about, it's the problem with the parents, not my fucking. <laughs> okay, cool. They're fucking watch your YouTube history, bitch. Okay. You know. Uh, but but yeah, this is a three-hour movie. It's gonna be on Peacock. This yes, right? It's gonna be on Peacock. This you can beat this game in one hour. How the hell? Um, Which checks out. It's gonna be on Peacock because the actual they, audience is. It, it is R-rated, and kids yeah. might have a hard time getting oh. their parents to go see the R-rated movie. That's funny. Especially just the three-hour R-rated movie. So put I, it on yeah, Peacock. I, That's I, the I, smartest yeah. move Peacock has ever done. <laughs> Three hours of Peter Malark as the leading person. In Let's this go. So my relationship to Fridays and Freddy's was like, when it came out, I was like, oh, it's like Night Trap as a video <laughs> game nerd. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you guys really like this, huh? Oh, this guy's got like a weird Catholic sort of weird deal, huh? He does. Okay. He like made like Christian games yeah, that people the... called too scary. Yeah, which is how that happened. Huh. Yeah. So he likes like oh people think my games look scary because like I think he was like not a good 3D animator. Maybe not good. No. Um, so he's like I'll just make a horror game, and then it became one of the biggest franchises really ever funny. based on based on hate comments, yeah. which is very funny. Nice. So that was my relationship. But he also like is a weird Catholic, and I think has donated to the Trump yeah. Foundation and stuff like that. The weirdest thing to me is that. Like, Finance and Freddy's took off, like, a decade ago. And so I'm shocked yeah. that it's still big. I would have assumed those yeah. kids grew up and grew out of it, and it was a thing. Yeah. And so, but here we are a decade later with the movie. Yeah, and still games. Those games still do crazy numbers. I've seen, it's, yeah. It's I, I am, I don't understand how the lore picks up. Because, like, I'll see, like, this weird, like, 1980s funky Freddy. And I'm like, how did this... Wasn't it just what when I was a five at the first thing? It was just one bad like place. I'm very confused how all this happened. Will it be better than Willy's Wonderland or whatever the hell? Oh, that'll be a tough ask. No. <laughs> I like I like how Five Nights like like movies have came out before this came out because I remember ah uh, it was like um there was like this traded hands a few times. I think it was like a blunt. Is it still? It's still Blumhouse, yes. Okay, I think a different studio had it at one point, maybe Sony or no someone. Idea. But I don't know. I, I just remember the movie got picked up like when I still like. That makes sense. The rights, and then yeah, probably yeah, when that, I still like. That's just how I took forever. Yeah. Play it, because I've never actually played them. I've just watched people play them. Yeah, it's, it's like that sounds one. annoying. It was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an annoying game. I do like, I can't remember if it's the first one or the second one or which anime. I think it's the fox. I like his gimmick of you have to watch him and if he's gone, you cut back to all the cameras and, and he's, he's running. running That's going to be very funny in the movie. If that's in the movie, 10 out of 10. <laughs> that's so funny. What What I find interesting about the movie is the animatronics look like they do in the game. Yeah, that's so it's bizarre. It's so bizarre. And like I've seen people be like, why are they all CGI like the games? And people are like, no, these are animatronics. Like they don't look like animatronics. Like make them look like yeah. a real animatronic. This yeah. is a movie. It doesn't need to look. You'd sell more toys if they looked different. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. Anyways, that's October, folks. Uh, and that's our episode. 
Wow, what a time. Remember when we were talking about Saw and how good that was? Oh, I remember how we were talking about Exorcist? <gasps> yeah, the exact opposite of that. <sighs> Anyways. You just put me through emotional whiplash by mm-hmm. reminiscing like that. Mm-hmm. Ryan Lance, if people want to catch up with what you're watching, where could they do that? Uh, go to letterbox.com, uh, film piece. I have a Blue Sky account now. Nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got the Mr. Pib. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Uh, URL, yeah, yeah. so I'm very excited about that. Very good. Mm-hmm. So, if you have an invite to that. <laughs> I, I sometimes remember to use Blue Sky, but not often. Uh, Carrie, where can folks find you? Uh, I'm also on Blue Sky, but I do not go on it, so <laughs> don't follow me there. But uh, you can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E. I'm amidst my yearly horror movie watch oh same here i'm shocked uh, y'all still do it i'm like man that's a lot of years to do it there's a lot i know of... this is my fifth round yeah. I, 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 i've I'm... stopped counting i just i just make a list of like 30 <laughs> films like i'll try my yeah, best whatever. you put in a lot more work than I've the done, audit. I, yeah i well because it's my it's my excuse to like try on my reviews oh. i do that once a year for a month i'm like i'm gonna make not shit posts for a month yeah and people love it. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, I was like reading your stuff, Thanks. so I enjoy it. Oh, thank you. I'm not a, I'm not a commenter or a liker, as That's you guys a, I, know. No, I, I understand. Yeah, That's okay. but, but you're, but you're vigilant. I am vigilant. Yes, I always like to read stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I tried to do that too, but. It's like when you watch like, because I watched the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Oh yeah, there's some fucking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to expound on this. Yeah, it's like, I don't, this, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. If I'm passionate, I'll write more on it, but I usually am not. Right. And you can find me at jcruzalvarez26 on Twitter and Letterboxd. Um, I've been watching, I continue to watch a lot of movies, a lot of films. I feel like, I think, I feel mentally like I've watched a horror movie once a day this month. Or nice. Or? Instantly, so yeah. I don't know. Will I watch something tonight? I don't know. I'm pretty sleepy. It's kind of late. It's, it's kind of late. late. Well, well, yeah, we'll see. I also want to dive back into Fall the House of Usher. Oh. I, I want to start that, but I'm tired and I'll probably go to sleep. Um, yeah, that's it, folks. Um, until the actual spooky season, which is probably just gonna, you know, it won't be that long. Maybe it will be, knowing how good we are recording. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.